in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It's ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. It is the Sportsocracy live in the Ingalls studio. Always brought to you by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. We are going to talk about building the perfect NFL team today. We're always gonna. We're also gonna talk about building the worst NFL team today. We're not gonna talk about Tom Brady not being at camp. Uh, yeah, no, because uh, nobody cares. Nobody. I don't care if he's filming the Mass Singer. I don't care if he's. I don't care what he's doing. <laughs> but you were so mad about it yesterday. Oh no, I'm not mad about it. I think the implosion is going to be hilarious. I just. I don't have anything else to say. Just making a big deal out of nothing. Come on. That's a sure it's nothing. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's 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 nothing. It's nothing. Just saying. You know, Tom Brady really strikes you as the person who's going to put his uh, his team in danger. Mm-hmm. Really, the all time gamer, the all time leader, the 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 ultimate champion. I didn't say anybody. If there was any possible way that you thought his absence for a week and a half or whatever it's going to be from training camp. Was going to derail the season. You think he would have done it? Never said he's put anybody in danger. Just said he doesn't respect Todd Balls. That's it. <laughs> uh, he just need a little vacation. It's going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. I don't care. If he is doing the Masked Singer, it, I, it would make all the sense in the world. I mean, because he is going to be the lead comment, color commentator on Fox next year. So they would want him to be a part of the broadcast or the, the, you know, part of that to, to promote that. But you also, the idea is to keep this show a secret. So why would you do it? Why would you film it at a time when one of your contestants is obviously gone? This seems so like a lot Fox of talking about Tom about. Brady. For some, we I, I'm, I'm, all all I'm saying is, is Fox, I think Fox as a network is, is smarter than that. This is a stupid fan theory. It's not true. I hope everything's okay with the personal matters. I think everybody's blowing it out of proportion. Let's just move on. All right. Welcome into the sportsocracy. It is uh, the last day of my 30s. Tomorrow. Tank turns old. Tomorrow, tomorrow. I will be a man. I will be 40. I'm a man. As, as Mike, I'm 40. As Mike Gundy, the mulleted one, once told us. He's the king of the mullet people, isn't he? He's your, he's your god. Or is no, he like it's... vice president to John Daly? No, Billy Ray Cyrus is the, he's our <laughs> he is our king. Okay, I, I mean, Mike he, Gundy's on the panel. I was gonna say, did he encapsulate and just encapsulate? Did he have the perfect mullet, or did he just encapsulate uh, mullet culture? Billy Ray. Oh, Bill, I, I mean, between the anthem "Don't Break My Heart," my achy breaky heart, just don't think you'd understand. It, yeah, he's the right call. But Mike Gundy's on the panel. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, where's Steve Belichick come in in that? Because, I mean, he doesn't, have a mal- he doesn't have a mullet, but he, I feel like he should. 
He does have a mullet. Does he? Oh, yeah. He oh, does. Okay. Oh, num nums. <laughs> All right, welcome into the program, and yes, we're going to talk about building the best team in the NFL. So the position rankings were highlighted on ESPN today. And some of them were stupid. Some of them were stupid. So we're going to, the two of us, since we're so much in this uh, drafting mode, we're going to talk about all the position groups. We'll select the best ones in the league, and we'll see what kind of teams we end up with at the end of the program today. Uh, we're going to do all the best ones in this 3 o'clock hour. 4 o'clock hour is going to be all the worst ones to see just how god-awful of a team we can And, and here's the rule. You can only take one position group from each team. Which so is- it won't just be what you saw on ESPN last right. night. Although, I would be remiss if I didn't point out, it's worthless to bet on the preseason. Good for Thank you. Thank you. Good for you. Worthless to bet on the preseason. Well, I'm paying for my retirement with it. No big deal. <laughs> Somebody's making some money off of it. That was the worst display of preseason football I think I've ever seen. It was it was pretty horrible. Like I, it was I literally horrible. turned on the TV last night and watched three series and went, I can't do this anymore. This is awful. Like I always I'm always the guy that says, Don't put too much into the preseason. It doesn't really matter. But now last night was the ultimate proof of what you said last week of or, or earlier this week. If the preseason shows you this badly, then you may You're be bad. that bad. You are bad, 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 but bad, bad. All I can say is I hope C.J. Stroud likes Seattle because he's going to be the quarterback. Right, he's going to be the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks because that is the worst team in the league. Oh, they are genuinely terrible. They are genuinely awful. And yet, they still elicited Justin Fields to absolutely run for his life on virtually every play. Oh, yeah. So, Bears, just because you won convincingly, don't think you were spared. C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. Those are the first two picks of the next draft. C.J. will be the quarterback in Seattle, and Will Anderson will be on a dog-do team. Just like Roquan Smith, he'll be fighting his way out of Chicago in no time flat. All right, let's get into building the best team in the NFL. Starting with the quarterbacks. And that's how this works. We're going to break it down, obviously, by position groups. So you got quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, offensive line. There's your offense. Defensively, edge rushers, interior defensive line, off-ball linebackers, corners, and safeties. Nice. And we'll take the best position groups and see what we come up with. So at quarterback, according to the ESPN rankings, the quarterback number one quarterback room in the league is stupid. The Green Bay Packers. Really? If Aaron Rodgers went down, you don't think you all of a sudden are a three and fourteen team because y'all are dead. Yeah. That to me, it's insane. And for me. The obvious they, choice but, here, but really, would they? You really think they would be? You don't think this would be more like a Cleveland team that's more seven know, and ten, run the ball heavy, six wins, seven wins. You'll now see eight guys in the box routinely mm-hmm. because there's nobody that really. Threatens I mean, they're bad. You I don't agree with this at all. I think it's borderline insanity. To me, there are two teams you could possibly pick here. Okay, now, I. We all know how I feel. About 
Nobody circles the wagons <laughs> like the Buffalo Bills. I mean, it's hard to argue with that. You got you got Josh Allen, who is uh, what top five? He's he's the top five quarterback in this it's league. Weird way to say one, but okay. He, I don't know if he's it's a weird way to say one. That's all I'm saying. Just, I've never heard anybody say mm-hmm. one that way. Yeah, I don't know that he's one, but he's in the top five. He's real good at the football. Side. And then he's got probably Case Keenum, who's one best, of the top five backups in the league. I was going to say probably the best backup in the league. And that's that's it. that's who I'm taking. A guy there who, is one that you could say that I would at least hear you out. Well, it's my Super Bowl champions, the Baltimore Ravens. That's the other one that I would have heard you out on. Lamar Jackson, and then he he's got he's got the backup that comes in, and they didn't even skip a beat last year. I'm not saying that that's going to happen every time, but Baltimore's got to be at the top as well. That was the other one that I, I, I'm I'm in. Because everybody you will, you will else get no objection from me. Because as you're thinking about this, I'm like, what team is not going to go completely in the tank if their number one quarterback goes down? Everybody would regress. I don't feel like Baltimore would change all that much. That's the reason I'm willing to listen to them because you have two quarterbacks that are the same guy. Mm-hmm. Buffalo, the whole offense changes. But I do think Case Keenum could get it to Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis, Dawson Knox. Yep. I mean, yes, the offense would change, but I, I mean, I still think you're the best team in the AFC you East. The, you, you, you take out the the mobility of the quarterback, and that part's and pretty brutal, much it. But other than that, who cares? Mm-hmm. It, it's six one way, half dozen the other. I mean, and I'm not. By comparison, do you go from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love? Right. Who is god awful. No, but this is where Green Bay falls in. Like like honestly, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, those the, those rooms are still at the top because of how strong their starters are. You just don't have the backup. You don't have me. Really? I'd have the Chargers ahead of them. Because Chase Daniel is a markedly better quarterback than either of the backups you just said. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I agree with that. Well, one's been in the league for ten years, and Jordan loves uh, his career is got one foot in the grave, one foot th- on a banana. I was field. thinking more of Blaine Gabbert, and I see them very similar. I don't. Yeah, I don't. You think Chase Daniels better than Blaine Gabbert? I well, I do, and several other NFL teams have. Okay. Blaine Gabbert bounced around like a bouncy ball until Tampa went. Ooh, you're alive. You come here, <laughs> just in case Tom ever takes off right okay so you're going buffalo i will go baltimore we will take our projected super bowl winning champion or our super bowl quarterbacks in this little exercise the running back rooms that's i feel like we're gonna argue about this because i know who you're gonna say and i'm gonna so vehemently disagree with you but i don't know why I, I, why? It's a Friday. It's the day before my birthday. Do we have to fight? Yeah, 100%. All right. That's the All whole right. goal. All right, we'll fight when we come back right here on ESPN Asheville. Roots and wings. The two greatest gifts any parent can give their kid. But when it's time for them to head off to college, there's also groceries, laundry detergent, notebook paper, ironing instructions, and futons that assemble with parts left over. At Ingalls, we have all the comforts of home right around the corner. 
We know that life's biggest steps are best taken with faith and trust in the ones you love the most. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. I like that we're focusing on building the best team in football since we had to be subjected to the two worst teams in football last night in the preseason. It's just, it's enough to turn you off. It's enough to turn you off on the entire season. No, it's not. No, (laughs) it's 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 enough for you to go, man, I hope there's preseason tonight. And there is. All kinds of it. And I'll be picking it later in this year program. That's right. We got Jeremy's picks of the night coming up uh, as well. Are you going to do picks for the weekend? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're when you're. When you're riding a hot streak like I am, you keep going. Never thought I'd be so, see somebody be so happy about preseason football, but hey, it's every chance you get to make some money, right? Uh, best running backs, running back rooms in the entire league. And ESPN has Cleveland ranked number one, and I see absolutely no problem with that. Uh, I do, because I don't agree with it in the least. I, I just don't understand that. Uh, I am getting to the point of Kareem Hunt is the greatest Sasquatch in the history of the NFL. The less he plays, the more Barry Sanders he somehow becomes. Mm -hmm. And I cannot for the life of me figure it out. Mm -hmm. He could be currently had for roughly the cost of a bag of footballs. And nobody cares. That should tell you pretty much everything you need to know. I'm not saying he's bad. Mm -hmm. He's not. Are the Cleveland but this Browns. mythos that he's a tremendous receiving back, it's not true. It's not true. It's never been true. And if you're going to have to explain to me, okay, then why does Dearness Johnson come in here and all of a sudden he looks like Adrian Peterson? Because mm-hmm. the line's really good. To me, this is so clear that it is utterly ridiculous. It's the Green Bay Packers and it's not even close. They have two ones. Only yeah. team in the NFL that has that. Nah, see, I, and I don't agree because I I feel like anywhere else, Kareem Hunt could be a number one. I don't know why nobody's reaching out to get him, but I would say the same thing about either one of Green Bay's running backs. Why is nobody, nobody banging down the door to get Aaron Jones? And I'll, well, because you can't have Aaron Jones. He's not available. That's the reason they locked him up when is they had Kareem to. Hunt available absolutely really absolutely They're if anybody would give them anything 
Okay. He, he demanded a trade and it got out. What does that tell you? I guarantee you Kareem Hunt's people didn't put that out there. Really? You think no. the Browns put that out 100% there? 100% I do. 100% I do. That doesn't make any sense for the Browns to put that out there and then the Browns to say uh, no. We're not trading. That's what they said in the media. Uh, uh, how long you been in the media? Okay, how often you been lied to? 500 bajillion times? So the Browns put it out there. Because I've done it for two years, nobody and I've been lied it. to about a billion. So so they're saving face is what you're saying. 100%. So, so Cleveland put out the story mm-hmm. that he wants out. It wasn't Kareem no, Hunt. No, we're said, not. I don't want to be here. We're not going to trade Kareem Hunt. Stop. Well, I mean, if they shut him down flat, why would he come out and say that? Because now he looks like a jerk to Browns fans. In the one place that wants you. Make that make sense for me. But he said it first. He said, or his people put it out there that he wants a trade. Mm-hmm. After the story had broken. The story broke. Then his representation says, yeah, we requested a trade. Mm-hmm. That's a, well, yeah, we did. I mean, I guess you know now. <laughs> okay. All right. That's not how I read that situation, but okay. That's 100% how I read it. I just look, Kareem Hunt has, has this great mythos around him that I don't get. He had a great rookie year mm-hmm. and has really been a largely replaceable running back since. I watch people do this in fantasy football every single year. Oh, I got to go get Kareem Hunt because it's so important because if Nick Chubb goes down, then nothing about him changes. Then Dearness Johnson becomes Nick Chubb mm-hmm. and Kareem Hunt stays Kareem Hunt. We've seen this like a whole mess of times. <laughs> okay. But so now, A.J. Dillon, I genuinely believe if something happened to Aaron Jones, nothing changes. I think A.J. Dillon's the same guy. There are a few that are maybe debatable. Baltimore, of which you can't take Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could. I'm not going to, but I could. Yeah, no, they're not uh, They're not my number one. Cleveland's my number one because they have three, as you said. I get that you have an offensive line in front of you opening up those holes, but you got to give the backs their credit. Nick Chubb is unbelievable at what he does running between the tackles, barreling down people, getting into the end zone. Kareem Hunt is the pass catcher back. And, you know, Kareem Hunt has not been fully healthy. And so that's a lot of the reason why. When Dearness Johnson came in and was like the number one fantasy football running back in two weeks in a row, uh, Kareem was hurt during that period. Mm -hmm. Which he tends to do a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that counts against you too. So I got three. So I got three running backs. You got two. I feel better. That's fine. I don't really need three. I have two ones, so I'm I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, were there others in the running back uh, rankings that you just completely disagreed with? Denver. Denver would be my two. It's another place where I loosely think I get two ones. The yeah. sheer fact that you roll your eyes at Melvin Gordon but go, Kareem Hunt is so good. I'm not rolling that- my eyes at it. I'm just, you know, I mean, Melvin Gordon is fine. He's on- better than Kareem Hunt. It's a weird way to say better than him. No. Statistically, there is nothing you could say to me that's going to change my mind. Okay. Because Melvin Gordon wins in literally every statistical category. Mm-hmm. Minus that's- a couple of receiving. Uh, yeah, the, the the receiving is the main thing. They both yeah. do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, I don't care. I want to run back the runs. Melvin is, a, Mel- Melvin is a Nick Chubb type running back as to where... Kareem Hunt, obviously, he doesn't do that. 
I can't say he's a Javante Williams type because I don't see Javante Williams that way as the pass catching back. I think Denver's got two bruisers and they're just trying to squeeze them both onto the field and into playing time, which you should. I'm not trying to say that they're crap players. I just don't know. I don't see them as better than Cleveland or really anybody else on this list. Minnesota, Tennessee, Carolina. Well, Carolina's Christian McCaffrey and a bunch of dudes. So uh, to me, that felt a little out of place. So good. I don't disagree with right. that. And and you got you got to give him credit for that. Christian is so good, and I don't really believe that Chuba Hubbard is just useless like you do. Mm, you should. He, <laughs> he makes a decent kick returner. Okay. He couldn't block cheese. Okay. So it's real hard to get on NFL now, football Now, the fact field. that Green Bay was ranked behind all of these teams Makes that we talked about is just rude. blindingly it's just angry. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's Cleveland 1, Green Bay 2. And that's – I got Green Bay 1. Now, look, I'm saying all these things. It's not like I got Cleveland at 24. Oh, no. They're 5? They're 5. I think I would have them around 5. Okay. All right. All right. How about wide receivers? I don't really think we're going to fight on this one. To me, this is rather obvious. Yeah, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, stop of, it. Of course. Of stop course. Stop it. Of course. You, Mr. Homer himself. I got, Come on, man. I got Mike Evans. And then a, a whole box full of broke toys. Hey, that's fine. Uh, the, when fully healthy. This is still the best, uh, the, the the best wide receiver core in the league. That's kind of like looking at a car that doesn't have an engine and goes, "When that car has an engine, she'll scoot." Problem is, that engine got really? sold in a junkyard about eleven years ago. Ah, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, you throw in a little Julio throw in Jones. A, oh yeah, Julio Jones, the ghost of of receivers past. <laughs> yeah, he's a real addition. Good. Look, Tom Brady. Uh, if Tom I get Brady asked one more this, question, uh, even better than it was with Jameis Winston, I, I want that was hard to do. I want to set an over under. All right, so for our half marathon, August 29th, eleven a.m. to eleven p.m., we will be on the YouTube's all day long. Mm -hmm. I want to set the over under of how many Julio Jones questions do I get asked in that twelve hours. I'll set the line at 11 and a half, and I'm basing this off Twitter. Yeah, I was going to say 10 and a half. And I'll, so. bet, you it's, I, and I'll bet you it goes over that. It, it very well may. The, it's very intriguing to see Julio Jones uh, looking up to speed in camp. So, Nobody doubts that he can be up to speed until somebody hits him and he <laughs> breaks. There's a great possibility of that. I can't, I can't disagree. But from what, from what the insiders are saying the healthiest he's been in four years everybody is in preseason right all right so you have a star one mike evans yes i have a better star one jamar chase yes you have chris godwin who seems to love to get hurt mm -hmm. i have t higgins who's never been hurt and agreed. is phenomenal agreed he's due for an injury though and then uh, your three, I, I'm not even going to go Julio Jones just because I don't want to ding you on that as aggressively as you I would. Because Russell I think Gage. Russell Gage is a better receiver to me at this point. Mm -hmm. I have Tyler Boyd. It's one of the best slot receivers in the league. Oh, and you want to go young guy? Little dart throw? Kwame Lasseter. Kwame Lasseter. Who? 
Oh, have I, have, you have I not imparted, you imparted this, imparted to, this to me yet? Do you remember it? the safety for the Cardinals? Kwame Lasseter played early 2000s? For a vaguely. His son is an undrafted free agent for the Bengals. Okay. And he is a dog. Dog. I'm not saying go draft him in your fantasy leagues. I'm just saying this kid's okay. going to at least do one thing this year where you go, right. whoa. Ooh. Okay. All right. Uh, look, I I have I have way more depth than you do, so I don't care. Mm, I mean, I I'm go seven sure deep. That you do. I, my my core goes seven look, deep. If so I still on. had Auden Tate, this wouldn't even be worth <laughs> talking about. I mean, because after I throw you the 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 four studs of Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Russell Gage, and and the aforementioned uh, Julio Jones, and I still got Tyler Johnson and Jalen Darden. Rashad Perriman and Cyril Grayson. I mean, that's depth like nobody else has in the entire league. So come on. Oh, and I didn't even mention Scotty Miller, the savior of the playoff run. We not remember him just finding himself wide open on that little wheel route in the playoffs. 2020 Super Bowl run. Yeah, it should be fresh in your mind. How many Tampa Bay fans does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> All of us, three. We band together. Three. One to hold the ladder. One to actually do it, and one to talk about the 2020 Super Bowl. We, run. <laughs> we are. The and crew. If you give them a minute, they'll bring up 2001. That's right. We always got each other's backs, and uh, it doesn't matter how uh, how often they're hurt. We always got somebody to throw in there uh, to 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 fill in. I'm going. I, yeah, I'm. I I, I got to go Tampa Bay. I'm not. I'm trying. I think Cincinnati's close. Hashtag no homer. That's what no, we do here. Exactly. Okay. No that's, it's a thing. And you don't adhere to it. I don't. You know why? Names on the door. Do what I want. There You're you in go. the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. I am Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times. And that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. It's 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. And uh, do you know the name Tim Bogue? Uh, no. Yeah, you shouldn't. You should. I was going to make a joke there, but I'm afraid that this is going to be like somebody that strive through adversity and then i'm gonna sound like a jerk <laughs> well yeah i guess in a way in a way 
Uh, this guy is uh, from uh, Windsor in Sonoma County, and he is, um, well, he is a uh, longshoreman by trade, but he's also a local golf coach. He goes to skins games and stuff like that in the local area, and he's just, he's known in his area probably as the best golfer around. Well, he has been trying to break into the PGA uh, PGA Tour Champions event, into the Champions Tour, and he finally qualified. He finally qualified, and he did it by scoring a 64 in Tuesday's Dick's Sporting Goods Open Qualifier at the Lynx at Hiawatha Landing. He made the drive from California to Syracuse and then another 90 minutes to Binghamton, New York, to participate in this. And he, I guess he just couldn't drive the whole way in one sitting. I don't know. He had to stop off in Syracuse and slept in a van down by the river. When you're living in a van down by the river. He qualified for this weekend's event, and, uh, you know, he's uh, best of luck to him. He is a guy that, had, like I said, has been trying to get into the Champions Tour. He's been in, like, the finals of Q School three times and has failed to get his card. And hopefully he can get it done this time. Young man, what do you want to do with your life? I want to play in a PGA Tour event. I'm sick of loading uh, fish on the docks. I would like to... Uh, upgrade a little bit one of my favorite college players who i've literally never seen play it down is doing a thing general booty general booty has launched a clothing line with his nil deal if you don't know who that is he's a quarterback for nebraska that he may not be able to play dead in the western i have no idea but he has the greatest name i've ever heard mm -hmm. This is like John David's cousin or something. I don't know. They're, all them booties are related. That's, <laughs> of course they are. How many booties you know? Don't it? Uh -huh. Actually, if you said that to me, that could have led to bad things. Yes. Anyway, he has started the more than just a name brand, which first of all, as a marketing guy, I'm looking at that going, well, that's, that's good. And all of the clothing line has to do with his last name. So there's a shirt with a picture of him in his Oklahoma jersey with X's and O's behind it that says Booty Call. Nice. Another one with a football with his uh, number in it. Above that it says, we got booty. That's and sweet. then, of course, the I Heart Booty. I Heart Booty. It's not bad. It's, it's, it's a brilliant marketing plan. That's a kid taking something that I'm sure probably did not make his childhood as fun as it could possibly have been. <laughs> Yeah, but his family was football gods, so you know he didn't get too much of it. Oh, no. I, I, one of my goals before this kid graduates, I want to meet him face-to-face -face <laughs> so I can look at him and go, General Booty? General Booty with the whole salute With the everything. salute and everything. Yeah, I'd, it's brilliant marketing. But I don't know that it's better marketing than B. John Robinson's new mustard. B. John Robinson's B. John Mustardson. It is a Dijon mustard that is now available and B. John Robinson, obviously, he's the Heisman Trophy candidate running back from Texas. My favorite is the tagline on the mustard, though. It's like a touchdown in your mouth. <laughs> I want to know. Like, did he write that himself? 
Because there's I'm no company. I'm gonna go with no. Right, like because I'm looking at it, and I'm going. There's no. It's it's not like Bijan Robinson's Bijan Mustardson by French's. It's just you look at the logo, and it's his face. It's it's his thing, like. Because it sounds like something a college kid, true or false, would come up with in marketing class. Like, you have to create a product, and you have to put it out on the market. You have to give us labels for your project. Like, I, this is this is what he came up it's with. It's something I would come up with, to be frank. I'm just glad that General Booney didn't come up with that. Because yeah. I feel like that line would have been a lot more He can't, he, he can't use B. John Robinson's tagline, though. Because no. that is... That would be mistaken all over the place. Uh, it is the sportsocracy, and we are building the best teams in the NFL and taking the best uh, the, the the best groups, position groups around the league. I got the Baltimore Ravens quarterback room. Jeremy's got Buffalo. I got the Cleveland Browns running back room. Jeremy, you took Green Bay. I've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver room. You got Cincinnati Bengals. And and we can take the same team. Mm-hmm. We're which, not going to. I, I mean, we can. You want to take well, the I mean, same you, team? You want, to, you want you us to take the same position group for the same team? Uh, let's talk about tight ends. Well, you can't take them because you already took their quarterbacks. It's the Baltimore Aww. Ravens by 18 and a half miles. Oh, I forgot about that rule. Yeah, yeah that's uh, those are fun rules. That's not a good rule. When we play Jeremy games, we should know that Jeremy's rules are always catered to himself. Of course they are. Jeez. So that, so that means I got to take another tight end room as the best. Uh, yeah, and I don't and really it doesn't exist. I, it doesn't. I, I don't know how you're going to justify that, but it should be fun to listen to you try. Aww. Uh Arizona. I mean, literally, when you're talking about a, a, a team that has depth at the position, Arizona might be the next in line after Baltimore. They're going to be pretty high. Because they just re-signed Max Williams. They yeah, just drafted the Trey McBride. That's the two. And they got Zach Ertz as the starter. Who people seem to treat like he's dead, and just because he bleach-blonded his hair he does was, not mean he is. He, he was, I don't remember the exact place that he was, but after he came in and started playing with Arizona after the trade last year, he was like the sixth best tight end in the league. And he has no real competition for intermediate targets early no, in the year. With no. no DeAndre Hopkins, he is going to eat. Right. You got Zach Ertz, target monster. With Max Williams, the do everything guy, and then you got Trey McBride, who you know we loved when he was in college as the star rookie. Arizona might be the answer. Heck, I'm gonna I'm gonna pencil them in. They're not the right answer, but I'm glad They're you made not, yourself I mean, Baltimore feel better. Is absolutely. I get the second best tight end in the NFL anyway, and then I get two rookies that I was absolutely in love with. Yeah, Charlie Kohler and Isaiah Likely. Because every other team, every other team you look at that's that's you know really good at tight end, you got one. Mm -hmm. I mean, Kansas City. Who's backing up uh, Travis Kelsey? Noah Gray. Noah Gray. Or Blake Bell. Never, never, never seen it. No, I mean it's th that was two to ESPN, which is kind of comical to me the Raiders might be three with Foster Moreau behind Darren Waller I wouldn't have been mad at it uh, that's actually who I thought you were gonna say because Arizona didn't really cross my mind right but then again I looked at this category and went okay we're gonna go we're ahead gonna and pin that one on. in first we're gonna move on here
Uh, all right, so that brings us to offensive line. This one was hard. See, to me, this one wasn't hard. Really? No. This one wasn't hard. I it was. I, I did this as quickly as I did tight ends. Really? Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs, that's, not really debatable to me. Man, that's a good one. I have a top team. I don't love Orlando Brown, and I think anybody that's listening to the show for a period of time knows that. Mm-hmm. I don't love him, but he's a top 10 tackle in this league. The right side's a little yeah. bit of a turnstile, but on the inside, I have two of the best young offensive linemen in the league, and I have Joe Tooney. Mm-hmm. Mm, yep, it's good enough for me. Okay. I, I mean, I was torn. Part of me really wanted to put the Detroit Lions here. I'll be honest with you. If I, for some reason, could not have taken the Chiefs, the Lions would have been my answer. Really? Yes, they were my two. Because I look at at that next little group there. Like, ESPN's got Philadelphia at the top. Which I, I'm not angry about that. I'm not either. But I just think you're overvaluing this. Well, I feel like my problem with Philadelphia's offensive line is that they're old and brittle. Well, that old. Really? You got you got two. I, maybe two I'm just, with any form of age on. Them. Maybe I'm just thinking of Lane Johnston in in particular. Like to me, if Lane Johnston goes away, it's not like the line completely disappears, but it does hurt. It takes a giant chunk away. And he's what thirty nine years old, so it just gives me pause. But then I look at a whole slew of teams that have one real weakness on their lines. Detroit, I'm not really sure. I mean, who would be the weakness on Detroit's offensive line? There's not one. Vitai, Jonah Jackson, one of the There's one of the guards. One. I mean, Jonah Jackson's the right call if you're just you're going to shoehorn one in here. That's what I'm saying. You like you look for the for the weakest part of that offensive line, and one of the guards would be the weaker one, but they're still fine. Mm-hmm. And then you got Cleveland, who you can't take, who I can't take. You got Cincinnati, who just retooled. Stop their putting line. Cincinnati this high. It's only going to lead to you being disappointed. <laughs> It's good. Stop comparing it to the elites. You don't go from 32 to four because you added one right tackle and two guys that have bounced around the league like a ping pong ball. You still have Jonah Williams playing left tackle. End of message. Repeat the line. That's what I'm saying. He's the weakness on the offensive line. But other than that, I mean, you got young talent there. You had Jack Conklin and, or, I mean, I mean, it's fine. Cleveland, their line's great. And then you got the, you got the Chargers. And I think that's the answer. To me, it's, to me, it's the Chargers. Rashawn Slater, you just drafted Zion Johnson. Who I love. Corey Lindsley and Matt Filer, both Pro Bowl players. Mm-hmm. The one question's the, on the right side. And you know who that doesn't seem to concern in the least? Brandon Staley. No. He, get asked, he gets asked that question on a daily basis. He finally broke down and said, if you thought I was that worried about it, why did we not do anything about it? Mm-hmm. Why didn't we draft one? They feel like they have two starters on the right side. They're just trying to figure out which one's better than the other. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If a coach is willing to say that that point blankly, I'm going to go with you. Yep. Because if you're wrong, you're, it's going to make you look like a moron about mm, eight weeks from now. So I don't think you would do that. The Chargers is a, is a, a very good answer. Mm-hmm. 
kind of put Baltimore or uh, not Baltimore, Detroit in that same category, though. I mean, from Frank Ragnall to Penny Sewell, this is oh, a that team Detroit that is line's fantastic, experienced and young. They're road graders. Mm-hmm. That Detroit offense is going to surprise a lot of people. It's not going to surprise me, right. which is why I keep saying it. Just so, if, even if you turn your radio off, maybe you got out of the car to pump gas, whatever the reason you didn't hear me say it the first 47 times, that Detroit offense is going to be really, really good. All right, so your team looks like what? I have the Buffalo Bills quarterback room, Green Bay Packers running backs, Cincinnati Bengals wide receivers, Baltimore Ravens tight ends, Kansas City Chiefs. Offensive line. Offensive line, yeah. yes. Okay. This was not a competition, but if it was, I won it. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Jeremy's got picks coming up next. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Attention, it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingalls Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingalls Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Coffee's for closers only. Get them the money! Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. I told you last week, I told you last night, and I'll tell you again. The easiest way to bet the preseason is by looking at one thing, not exclusively, but it gets about 80% of the weight. What are the coaches' records in the preseason? So we'll do three of these across the show. First one, tonight. We got three games tonight. First one, New England Patriots are a six-point favorite tonight against the Carolina Panthers. If either starting quarterback was going to play, which they're not, because B.J. Walker is going to start tonight, I would not love the fact that New England's catching six in the preseason. But you mix that with the fact Bill Belichick's one of the greatest preseason coaches ever. Not that hard to me. Give me the Patriots minus six. Next, the New Orleans Saints take on the Green Bay Packers. Packers are a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and that is stupid. Matt LaFleur, bad coach in the preseason. He does not care. He does not care. He does not care. The Saints do. The Saints are a deeper team anyway. Give me the Saints plus the two and a half. Finally, the Houston Texans are a two and a half point favorite at the Los Angeles Rams. No coach cares less than Sean McVay. They don't exist. Now, is that team talented enough to mitigate it? 
Yeah, but I don't think they will. I think this is going to be a true dress rehearsal for the Texans. So I'm taking the Texans minus the two and a half. Go and do likewise, gents. Money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy for you. All right, don't don't forget, you can always take your wagers to BetUs.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY and get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in. Up to $2,500. Sportsocracy at BetUs.com. I, I'm Anything just telling has you, to be better than last night. My objective is that I want to be the reigning, defending, preseason champion of them all. <laughs> you want to know how you start a season off perfectly? Oh, yeah. They by just making a ton of money in the preseason. Okay. All right. It's- Hopefully it's a it's a momentum builder. Hopefully it'll springboard you into. But I can remember I, I can remember years where my lowly lowly NFL team would go four and zero in preseason, and we'd be so excited. And then we'd go four and thirteen in the regular season. Does that feel good? Be upset. Yeah, that's it's a very jetty thing to do. Yeah, we had a lot of years where we would win preseason games, kind of like. We just did against Philadelphia. Uh huh. Where the starters look just like dog do. And then the backups come in and they're trying to make the roster and they're all spunky. Preseason just does it, it just it just doesn't have the same effect on me. I don't feel like it should have the same effect on everybody else. Do you play the drinking game? What is the there's a preseason drinking game? There can be. I can I can purvey my knowledge okay. out into the masses. All right, let's let's have it here. It's anything to make this more bearable. Uh, none of them are good. None of them are good. Anytime you see a player uh, get just irrationally happy about something dumb, that's a sip. Okay. Anytime you see a player that, uh, how do I say this nicely? It's Friday. I'm feeling better. I said I was going to say nothing but nice things today. If you see a guy that looks like he not only doesn't belong in the NFL, but you're not sure that he didn't just steal a jersey and he's actually the equipment guy, <laughs> that's a full one. Okay. And then, a full one. Oh, a full one. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't happen often, but it happens about once in every one of these games. There was one last night. It was a receiver for the Seahawks that I went, you're not an actual player. Somebody left their uniform, you stole it, and you do not belong here at all. Oh, uh, I kind of wish you. Re- I, I kind of wish you remembered his name so you could tell us who you're shaming. Uh, I can look it up because he caught a pass. And then if you if you break into the heavier things, if you play drinking games, you know what I'm talking about. Anytime you see a god awful failed two minute drive, mm-hmm. and when I say god awful, I mean they didn't cross the fifty. Like they're lining up, no huddle, let on the ball, Omaha. Two yard pass, mm-hmm. and they do it seven or eight times in a row, and then with four seconds left, they throw an out route that gets them to the forty seven yard line. Oh, uh, you want to know why you don't play in the NFL? Right there, there it was. Yeah. I saw it with my own two eyes. I can put out the full rules on our That's social awesome. media. That's all awesome. I know. I've never seen HWA a and I play. Uh, well, here is the thing: you ever seen one for the Bachelor? Got one of those too. No, I haven't seen that either. Yeah, I got I, I got a drink game for most things. Good for you. 
It's the only way to keep it entertaining. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I still want to know who this is that you were talking about last night. So was it – you said he caught a pass? He caught a pass for the Seattle Seahawks. So was it – If you said his name, I'll remember it. Cade Brewer? No. Aaron Fuller? Kevin Cassis. There it is. Kevin Cassis. He actually yeah. caught four balls last yeah. night for 37 yards yeah. on five targets. Yeah. I remember I made a uh, – Because I was looking at all the ones that uh, were in the scoreboard here, and I'm like, he's not talking about Travis Homer mm -mm. or J.J. Ortega Whiteside. No, it was Kevin Cassis. And I, I remember that solely but <clears throat> I made a, I made a joke mm -hmm. because his name has a word – right in it it's, that's the only reason it's got a wordy dared that's the reason i said if you say it i'll remember it found it that's the one uh-huh six foot tall 197 pounds 24 years old from montana state and couldn't play dead couldn't play a tree in a child's play i mean i'm really glad that you got a uniform and they let you put it on and stuff and that is so sweet hey, but i mean but but look the, the nfl needs these guys too everybody's got a dream you ain't never got to put on a uh, uniform Correct. and go into preseason in the NFL. Correct. The, I the never hide, will. It would be the height of achievement in your life. I don't know that it would. Yeah, it would. I don't know that it Come would. Come on. I don't know that it would. Really? No. If you'd have gone on to play football. Hey, look. Hey, look. I was, look, look at me out there looking like I don't belong in any way because I am fatter, slower, whatever. less coordinated. That would be the coolest thing you've ever been through, and you know it. Oh, no. It certainly would not be the coolest thing I've ever been through. Now, it might okay, be the coolest. we don't need that story. There you go. Don't yeah. tell. My, now, that, that might not be a story that I could tell on the show. It's definitely not. Mike, maybe it'd be the coolest story I could tell on the show. <laughs> stop that it's the thrill of a lifetime for kevin cassis don't you poo on his uh yeah, good for you. celebration you had four catches and i'm sure the people that you work at an insurance firm with three weeks from now will love that story they absolutely will that will win him jobs in the future you are in the sportsocracy here on espn Asheville. coming up next hour we're building the worst team in the nfl He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400 your local location for beer city's best sports talk and all of the football coverage throughout the season we've got high school football starting tonight on espn Asheville. college will kick off next weekend with the north carolina tar heels and of course the nfl comes a week after this is the last week where we don't have insane jeremy giving you picks on a friday yep for real regular season games it's here like it it's it's ah! it is indeed he can barely contain himself he will have more picks coming up at the end of each of the hours of the program today as he will do uh well tomorrow's games coming up at the end of this hour and then sunday's games at the and end the of the three o'clock hour oh that's right a monday game too. wow 
It's a great time to be alive. Well, I mean, don't get too excited. All right, we had the Bears and the Seahawks last night. We got the Falcons and the Jets on Monday. (laughs) With Joe Falco. That's a good point. Good point. Uh, We are talking about building the best of the worst teams in the NFL today on the program. ESPN put out their position rankings, and it's some of them are very off the wall. We just many don't see of them are good. The yeah, I mean it's fine, it's fine, but I th- I do think they really nailed the bottom. It's hard not to. When you argue about the best in the league, there's a lot to chop up. When you argue about the worst in the league, I'm not sure there's so much meat to those bones. Because you have so many dog water teams. Well, I mean, obviously your first position is quarterback. Yeah, and it's Seattle, and it's not close. I don't agree with you. Really? I don't. You have a competent veteran who I've seen be competent in this offense, and you have weapons that are going to prop up Geno Smith. Plus, if you listen to the reports out of Seattle, Drew Locke has been fantastic. He just had Rona. I don't know. If I, I, I didn't tell you that. that I believe it. I can just tell you there is a team that I think is worse at quarterback. Who? The Atlanta Falcons. I will take Marcus Mariota every day and twice on Sundays over Geno Smith. You shouldn't. He is a horrendous quarterback. I mean, genuinely horror awful. And he gets hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. He's a good runner, which is what I think gets uh, that that takes people off the off the scent. If well, yeah, because if you're not great, if you know, you know, if you're not really good, you're not accurate. You're not if you if I can add another dimension to your game to make you a threat to the defense, then that's going to put you over somebody who can't do those things. Not necessarily saying that G- Gino can't. It's just you know Marcus has to more. For me, the question of those two is who would I take dead last for this season? Desmond Ritter. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think it's all that close. Just don't believe that he can make the the necessary throws to be in, decent. I, I saw enough in one preseason game to confirm everything that I had seen for uh, across several years of tape. You do not have an NFL arm. Mm-hmm. Now, the fact you can run, all right, I've seen plenty of quarterbacks that are not great throwers of the football that have found a way to make a career for themselves Jalen hurts <laughs> but it does not tend to go well in year one right because the fact that you can't make those tight window throws what you're used to doing you're so much slower than the average nfl quarterback to get the ball out of your mm-hmm. hand all you do is throw interceptions i mean we'll go back and watch Jalen hurts actually throw the ball as a rookie didn't go well right the reason he didn't do it very often right so for me, it's the Falcons. There are a lot of bad quarterback rooms in this league, but none to me are worse than Seattle. I mean, plus Seattle's one of those that Atlanta's thirty-one. You should hold on to them because there's a whole mess bad on that day. Right. I don't know that I agree with the ESPN rankings that had a Houston at thirty. I don't know that they're the third worst. I'm starting to come around on Davis Mills and you should he's got a long neck like a giraffe you can see over lines it, it, the kid should never be duped by safety ever new york giants 
New York Giants need to be on that list. Or they're at the they're low, list. but I I mean, Terod Taylor is a is a good veteran quarterback. Veteran backup quarterback. Ve- veteran backup quarterback. I don't feel great if he has to start, but no, and you you should not. Carolina came in at twenty six, and that that feels high. But I also think you you do have some upside that the other teams don't. Because if you are able to strike some kind of magic, then, you know, you do have two former top five picks on your team. So, any qualm with where the Carolina Panthers ranked on the quarterback list? No. I mean, there's no doubt that Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold are talented. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the, the the most ardent critics of either of them will not tell you they're not talented. Darnold's been put in poor situations, and I'm starting to think he has David Carr disease. Mm-hmm. You got beat around to such a point that it's just never going to work. The worst at quarterback, I'm going Seattle. Jeremy, you'll, you're going to go Atlanta. Bingo. Okay. One of the reasons I also did not want to go to Atlanta here is because I, I, wanted, I wanted Atlanta for the next category in running backs. Because you really think about it, I don't feel like this team has a running back outside of the rookie hype that is Tyler Algier. Which, please don't buy into that. He ran with the fours in their first preseason game. Mm -hmm. That is a horrible sign. I don't believe in it. I I just don't. I did, and then I was soured off of it. And I think he'll be fine. I still but like. Not I, I, I still like Cordero Patterson. That's, I hope my, that that's the can, reason I can't put them thirty-two. I hope that he can find that magic again for a second straight year. The problem is he's not a true running back in my mind, so that immediately gets you like half a point. The fact that you don't have a traditional running back, you have a wide back. You have the same thing that Debo Samuel's used for. You just convince this wide receiver to actually line up in the backfield. And that's fine. I, I don't care about any of that. You have the uh, – there are probably five teams. Who's the best running back amongst those teams? It's Cordero Patterson. My answer is very simple. Mm-hmm. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. There is no team in the NFL okay. that has a worse running back room than them. You have the, the the just disaster that was Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Mm-hmm. Ronald Jones, who was cast off in Tampa Bay. Right. And now you're looking at Isaiah Pacheco that every team in the league passed on five times. And that's your, oh, he's so good. And, and look, I think he's talented. Now, the Andy Reid hyperbole of he's LaShawn McCoy and who was the other one he said jamal, jamal charles, charles wrapped into one yeah okay then why have we not seen that right in a preseason game you rushed 12 times for 10 yards right why why are you not showing us this uh maybe he plays everything close to the chest close to the uh waffle house menu he must be playing it real 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 close right it's kansas city has the worst wow i was they have I the worst running really back room the worst running back room in the league to me because in this in this ranking, Philadelphia was at twenty nine, which I don't agree. I mean, I like Miles Sanders, I, I do. I like him as a player. I think he's a good player. I don't say I think he's a great player, mm-hmm. but I, I can't put them that low. The fact Baltimore was twenty five just made me angry. 
they just, I guess they just don't believe it in J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards gets hurt. And I am going to I steal. I am going to steal so many people's lunch money over J.K. Dobbins that it is pitiful. Mm-hmm. I bet I am ve- getting him everywhere. Mm-hmm. I bet very few fantasy football players have as many shares of him this year as I do. I am a big believer in J.K. Dobbins and. Uh, apparently it's just one of those things that I'm going to have to stand aside from everybody else and go watch, watch what happens. But the Jets should not be ahead of the Baltimore Ravens. In my opinion, I would put them together. I, I think they're, they're right about markedly ahead, but now I think the, the, the first number in their ranking should be one spot higher to me. Both of those teams are in the teens. Mm-hmm. Not in the middle 20s. Right. All right, how about wide receivers? Worst wide receivers room in the NFL. This one was actually legitimately hard to me. Why? Because there are several teams that just don't have anybody. Mm-hmm. But I finally settled on the one that I've been railing on all year. It's the Chicago Bears. Okay. That's the worst receiver room I have ever seen. Now, I mean, I flirted with Tennessee, flirted with Cleveland a little bit, Houston, Mm -hmm. Atlanta, Baltimore. All of you have a case. The Chicago Bears are horrible. They are starting a three as their true one. And I'm not sure that they're not going to ask me to come be the two. I, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but Baltimore is pretty bad. Uh, Rashad Bateman, end of message, repeat the line. Rashad Bateman, is he that much better than, than Darnell Mooney? Darnell yeah, Mooney? Uh, uh, what's a way to quantify this? Uh, how bright does a star shine? How <laughs> deep is the ocean? Wow. That's how much better Rashad Bateman is than Darnell Mooney. And wait till they're both facing ones, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't really care. It's not really important to how this team runs for them to have superstar wide receivers. That's another part of it. So I don't really care that they have the worst. But if I had any other scheme, any other quarterback, any other coach, anywhere in the league, and this was my wide receiver core, I mean, I obviously, you know, Rashad's not bad, but he should be a three, in my opinion, on any other team. You dookie on Rashad Bateman just entirely too Because often. you keep telling me he's great and I've never seen it happen. He was a rookie in a throw in a run first offense. Mm-hmm. What do you want from him? Fourteen hundred yards and twelve touchdowns? That ain't there to be had. I want to see something that, that we, tells we, me we he's tell you where you see it in this league. Watch the games. You'll see it. I'm telling you right now, if you can watch a half of Baltimore football and not go, you know, that kid right there is, uh, he's different. Uh, There's a lot of, you know, future insurance workers Mm -hmm. here, but uh, Rashad Bateman's different. I just look at Rashad Bateman, Devin Duvernay, and uh, James Proche. Well, Devin Duvernay does one thing. Lord. He does one thing. He beats fast Mm -hmm. real good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And James Proche is just a slot guy. I genuinely think you're going to see a lot of three tight end sets. It might just be with Isaiah Likely as a wide receiver. 
I also put Isaiah Likely in the wide receiver room, not the tight end room. Just so we're clear, because they played him there a lot. I was going to say, there's been a lot of talk about that. That's, that's the way that's going to go down, is he's going to be more of a wide receiver tight end hybrid. Well, they see something because they do not seem overly concerned by it. No, because you, again, you don't have to be that way. You don't have to have stars to be really good. Green Bay, they should be in this discussion as well, but I can't put them at the bottom when you have at least a couple of guys that I know are going to be at least steady for Aaron. You've got the amazing quarterback, and Sammy Watkins, I don't like him. He should be, again, a third option. He's good option. for four games a year. Mm-hmm. Randall Cobb should be a third option somewhere. They have a whole team full of third options. It's like my dating record, full of threes, <laughs> before I met the lovely HWA. Right, right. Uh, so – I'm I'm going to go with Baltimore on the wide receivers. That'll give you the worst. Ugh. Ugh. This is the whole goal of this, and I still don't like it. Mm -hmm. Seattle, Atlanta at running back, and then Baltimore at wide receiver. And you know what's sad? I could still take these teams and smoke you in Madden. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. We've got the rest of it coming up next. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. Roots and wings, the two greatest gifts any parent can give their kid. But when it's time for them to head off to college, there's also groceries, laundry detergent, notebook paper, ironing instructions, and futons that assemble with parts left over. At Ingalls, we have all the comforts of home right around the corner. We know that life's biggest steps are best taken with faith and trust in the ones you love the most. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. The sportsocracy. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. And welcome back into the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Position rankings around the NFL were posted by ESPN today. We're having a little fun with that and uh, drafting the um, worst and best teams that we can. We did the uh, best of the offense in the first hour. Best of the or the worst of the offense is what we're in the middle of right now. And then we'll uh, we'll do the defenses. What, are we going to push that to Monday? Yeah, let's do that Monday. Okay. Right. Say this took a, a little longer than I expected. Well, I mean, there's a lot to talk about when you get into uh, nitpicking who's the best and the worst. And there's a lot of position. Groups. And we still have to give the Pac-12 its flowers. We we, we do have to preview the Pac-12, right. even though, you know, the, the champion's already been decided. Oh, over the Pac-12? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's USC. It's not... But, I mean, there's other there's uh, other team in that conference that merits discussion. Right, right. So we'll do the preview of the Pac-12 coming up in the 5 o'clock hour after the daily draft where we will draft the last batch of 10 players in our NFL Top 40. The NFL Network putting out their Top 100 list this past uh, week. Well, actually, the second half of it's coming out, what, 
today, right? Uh, it'll be over the weekend. Over the weekend. All right. So we'll have the top 40, the final 10 in the daily draft coming up at the top of the next hour. So we already have done quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. Your wide rece- worst wide receiver core was the Kansas City Chiefs? No, it was the Chicago no. Bears. Oh, it's the Chicago Chiefs Bears. Chiefs were my running backs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you got Atlanta at the quarterback spot, Kansas City at running back, Chicago at wide receiver. That is terrible. It is, it is pretty terrible. I'm now going the, to let you take tight ends first, and I will take whichever one you don't take. Whichever one Because I don't there take. are two. And I don't think it's even debatable beyond the two. No, no, there there is no debate. There are two clear at the bottom. Just so we're talking about the same teams, right? We're talking about the Carolina Panthers and the New York Giants. Okay. Tight end is the first need that they needed. And they don't have a between the two teams. Nope. The Carolina Panthers... I'm gonna go with them as the worst because that you used to be a team, and I guess you know, in a sense, you could put New New York in the same category. Although you got to go way back farther for them. Uh, you know, I mean, but to Jeremy Shockey, right? You had well, one that of the best. That far ago. It's been what ten years, 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty far. That's not that far. You made it sound like you're going back to Mark Bavaro. Yeah, no, you don't have to go back that far. But at one point, you did have a, a premier spot on this list of best tight end room. And then now, I mean, New York picked up nothing in the offseason to help out their room. Daniel Bellinger, the rookie, is now listed as their starter. And he probably should be. Because their other options are Jordan Aikens and Ricky Seals-Jones. You you remember the Ricky Seals Jones hype train in uh, fantasy which, which football time? about five years ago? I was about to say which time it's happened about three separate years. Right. Yeah, I'll take the Giants, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, I would probably have preferred Carolina. Right. I mean, you got Ian Thomas, who's never shown he's good at anything, and then you got a fullback as your backup in Tommy Tremble. Uh, yeah. End of message. Repeat the line. Because I got nothing after that. I'm putting that on a shirt, just so you know. When we said it for the hundredth time, I went, all right, that's going on a shirt. So I'll take the Carolina Panthers. You'll take the New York Giants as the worst tight end rooms in the league. And again, nobody else is even relatively I don't, close. I, don't, I didn't think anybody else was even worth talking about. I mean, at least because you look at the others, I mean, Houston – is the next one up in the ESPN rankings, and they've got they've Brevin at least Jordan got Brevin Jordan that you believe in, right? You believe he's a young I talent like that can develop into something more, much more than anything that Carolina or New York have. I mean, Tampa Bay's close, but I still don't. I still think Cameron Brates leaps and bounds over what those other two have. Yeah, I just Carolina and the Giants yeah. are. Far off, far and away, worst, don't have a tight end. You need something. Maybe they should call Baltimore. <laughs> See if you can get one of theirs. Worst offensive line in the league. Who does it belong to? 
They're Chicago Bears. Is that what you've been? Is that why you were uh, so dismissive of the receiver core? Yes. I actually because think I their receivers them. are worse than their offensive line. I needed them for another position group, and it was the offensive line. I did line. completely ruin a, 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 a Bears. I don't know who the guy was. He was a blue check mark. And in his bio, it said something about the Bears. And last night he tweeted out, hearing a national media member say that this year's offensive line is worse than last year's just shows how out of touch the national media is. Nine. And literally every time Justin Fields ran for his life, I went, that's why. And that's why again. And that's why again. Which is really proof positive that if you get about four buddy lays in Jeremy, mm-hmm. I can be the most annoying person on the planet. Exactly. Chicago's awful at offensive line, and I don't think it's even close with anybody else. Oh, I certainly think it's close. Do you? Oh, I certainly think it's close. But do you agree with the ESPN rankings? I mean, they have Pittsburgh as the worst offensive line. No, they've also got Vegas at 30, which I think is absolutely, totally stupid. Mm -hmm. For me, there is a clear winner, and it's not the Bears. It's the Seattle Seahawks. Really? You're going to be the third. I've told this stat. As soon as I heard it, I couldn't unhear it. You're going to start... Two off two offensive tackles that are rookies. That is the third time that will have ever happened since the merger. That week one, a team starts two rookies, and one of the others was an expansion team. Mm-hmm. And the interior, not like you got a lot of stalwarts there either. They are horror awful. And I think it showed last night. But it's all in the little the bit of time that they were out there. But I think it showed last night. It's all part of the plan. Suck oh, Seattle has – they are optimizing right. the Jeremy Green strategy of if you're going to be bad, be so good at being awful that it almost feels like you're doing it on purpose. Seattle Seahawks are sucking for Stroud. That's that's what they're at this year. And I, and I don't blame you for that. You gotta this is get- my strategy. I want to patent it. We're going to name that something, and I'm going to really? patent it. Yeah, 100%. Okay. All right. All right. NFL teams that just trot out what looks like the the lumber department at Lowe's. Hey, these guys are big. <laughs> Do they have any talent? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not even a lick of it. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. When we come back from the break, we're going to get weird. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. I believe real estate isn't about properties. 
It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. It is the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. We got football coming up tonight here on ESPN Asheville. You will hear the Buncombe County High School football game of the week on 880 AM and uh, on 92.9 FM. And then on AM 1400 out in Haywood County, it is Tuscola kicking off the 2022 high school football season. This is your look. This is the time of the year. Everybody wants to know how uh, the the high schools are looking for the upcoming season. Obviously, in the Asheville area, Asheville Reynolds, they're going to be top of the uh, top of the league again. I'll give you the rundown on it tonight on Sports Tank Friday. It all starts at six thirty this evening here on ESPN Asheville and on our sister station News Radio five seventy WWNC. All right, it's uh, it's time to get weird. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. All right, far be it from me. I'm a pretty forgiving person. You know, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. One action doesn't necessarily tell me everything I need to know about you. I, I, don't, I don't jump to conclusions when normally. When I see one action, but tell me this isn't the most insufferable thing that you have ever heard. A dental assistant from Adelaide, Australia, quit her job. She did not want to work there anymore, but she wanted to do something for her coworkers as she was leaving the job. So she gave them a parting gift. And it wasn't like she baked them cookies or made a cake for everybody and said, hey, it's been great working with you. No, she gave them candles. She gave them candles with her picture on the outside of the jar that says, sorry for your loss. She's a very attractive young woman. So, but she's got also got this attitude where she said, I just wanted them to remember me in some way. And this is her quote, I'm a little extra, so I wanted to make a big deal as I left. Now, she says that the gifts were received as the hilarious joke that they were intended to be. But this strikes me as something Jeremy Green would do on his way out the door. Oh, no. (laughs) No, anybody that's ever been a a part of of an employee of mine knows that I go out in what can best be described as a blaze of glory. Mm-hmm. Sorry for your lost candles is just, I mean, I'm sure you might've had two or three friends in the office that got the joke, but you know, there was like Kathy down in accounting who was like, screw that girl. Let me get, does it say how old that girl is? 24. Yeah. I was about to say, let me guess. She's I'm going to guess less than 27. 
Oh, 100%. She is somebody that has grown up in the TikTok age. Uh, I think anybody who refers to themselves as I'm a little extra yeah, the, is definitely. Probably not their 40s. No, I, yeah. And if they are, whoo, run. Yeah, like me. Run away. Me and this young woman, we don't have a whole lot in common. Uh, it, it, I mean, that describes the vast majority of people under 67 years old. Oh. You're going to be, you're going to be old tomorrow. I am going to be old tomorrow. I love this story so much and I, and I weighed whether I should do it. And then I realized when Tank Spencer said this in the first hour, names on the door. I'm doing a lot. It's about the kitchen at London house. It's on the aisle right in the UK. It's a restaurant and they've been having a, a very drastic issue some people here's the quote from the restaurant in a facebook post some nasty people have felt it's their place their place and right to criticize this fact and what do you think that fact is i don't know it's their vegan options apparently the the vegans that pervade this restaurant had a rather snooty attitude who's shocked and so this restaurant said oh yeah no more vegan crap away because the rest of the post says you have to ask yourself do you think that bullying someone is going to endear them to you is it going to make them rethink their decision maybe i should no it does not and they ended it with if we ran a if we ran a a vegan restaurant do you think we should carry a steak ah gotcha got him it's the one side they never think about right they have apparently just been crushed on social media and for me in the world that we currently live in i feel like they needed a friend to say good Good for for you you. good for you absolutely look i understand your dietary things you do what you want i get it you make choices they come with consequences that's how the world works yep. you don't get to go in and be a jerk to somebody running a restaurant which by the way is one of the most thankless jobs on the planet earth anyway i just love it i vegans, love it why are vegans always the problem i i didn't say that i did, I did not at say sports thank espn i did not say that you choose what you want <laughs> okay you do whatever you want but don't make me contour everything I do to what stop it. Okay. Just, right. No. Right. I know this is a word you've been told a lot in your life, but because no. you're under 30 years old, you grew up in that universe where nobody can say no to you because no is not fair, but no, I love it. I do. I want to fly to the UK and eat this restaurant, but I can't stand <laughs> it. <laughs> it just have to be, it is one of the best uh, marketing ploys out there. I have enough frequent flyer miles that I think I could fly to Jupiter. So I I have just a burning urge to just go to the Asheville airport and go, get me to that place. But do you have a passport? That is a fair point. Okay. All right. So six weeks from now, I'm going to go take a picture wow. at, the, at the post office. That's cute. That's, you think that takes six weeks? It does. Well. Before COVID, it did. <laughs> I used to work in a post office where we did them. Trust oh, yeah. me, I know exactly. Yeah, how long I just it don't took. think it. I don't think it takes. Okay, it. so six months from now. Yeah, there you go. Six months more like it. Yeah, everything in this post-COVID world takes about four times as long. 
including any order in a fast food restaurant you've ever made. You know what? Again, name off the door. These This restaurant pays exactly zero money to us. Mm-hmm. So HWA, she had a, a, a work issue. They had a, how do I say this delicately? They had a, a plumbing problem. Okay. Don't ask any more questions you don't want to know. Okay. So she was off today. So she and I got to, we got to go just randomly have lunch. Obviously, Radio Ranch is is off of Patton Avenue, so we we went we were trying to choose a restaurant, so mm-hmm. we went to El K Pasa down there on uh, yeah yeah on Patton on Patton Avenue. I have genuinely in my life never had service that good. I had five separate people coming up because I got there before she did. I had five separate people coming to me, bring me salsas and cheese dips and my tea and all the things. I'm sitting here going, "What is happening right now?" This is the best service I've gotten in 10 years. Right. And you know what? That deserves flowers. It does. El Pasa, Patton Avenue. And they have they the have, coldest beer on the planet Earth. Say, they have delicious food. Oh, they do. That Caesar dressing that they throw on things. I'd put that on my cup and eat it. But have you ever had really, have you ever had a really bad experience at a Mexican restaurant? Oh, absolutely. Have you? Oh, 100%. I don't think I have. It was not here. The more I tried to think about it, because you were talking in the chat with a bunch of guys about it, and I was like, you know, come to think of it, I don't know that I've ever eaten in a Mexican restaurant that has ever disappointed me. Oh, I have. I could take you right to it. It's less than an hour from here. (laughs) It's not in this city. It's definitely not worth the drive, then. Oh, good Lord, no. Oh, boy. Yikes. If anybody goes, you want to go get Mexican food? Yeah, I'm in. I don't care where we go. Where are we going? You can pick any of them. I don't care. You want to go to it's Papa's to be and Beer? Wonderful. You want to go to El Chapala? You want to go I, I, in? It's El Capasa. That's the. Uh, I was so unbelievably blown away. In our YouTube chat, Jason Trump said they thought you were getting stood up for a lunch date. That's oh, why they were so they nice to you. you. I mean, I don't wear a ring, so I guess that does make sense. Ah, the homeless bearded guy's getting stood up. I think it was more the homeless bearded guy thing. They're like, oh, I mean, this guy is. He's they were on taking, the larger they, side, they were but we, bets we in need the to back. make sure he eats. They were taking bets in the back. Do you think the homeless guy's just crazy, or is there actually somebody coming to meet him? <laughs> or is he going to order two meals and eat them both and see if we don't notice that another person showed up? Could be. Maybe. Ah, ah. Then the pretty girl showed up, and it was, ah, I win. NFL preseason action tonight. We're going to get to see the next round of uh, – Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. Uh, you're not, though, because neither one of them are playing. Are they not? No, really? B.J. Walker's starting. Wonderful. Yeah. The the competition's over. It's Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it's Baker Mayfield. Whether it should be or not, but... I don't know that they made the wrong choice there. Uh, and, and here's the... You know what? I, I'm glad you said this, because mm-hmm. it, it gives me a chance to rant about this. Not only are Baker and Sam not going to play in the dress rehearsal game. That's fine. They're going to play P.J. Walker, and they're going to play Matt Corral. Mm-hmm. But they're going to alternate quarters. What sense does that make? None. It makes absolutely no sense. So, like, P.J. will play the first. Mm-hmm. Matt will play the second. Mm-hmm. P.J. back in the third. Mm-hmm. That makes zero sense. I don't understand. And it. from anybody that's ever been athletic of any kind to ask me to sit on the bench for a full quarter, I mean, because you got to think about it. PJ Walker is going to play in the first, so he will warm up the way he normally would. Mm-hmm. He'll sit the entire second, sit through halftime, 
and then you're going to bring him back out in the third. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's a, that's a brilliant idea. But is there a decision to be made there? I mean, I'm trying to figure out what the reasoning behind this is. Are because are the they only thing for? I can the only thing I can figure is that they are so out on Matt Corral that they're actually trying to decide who the three is going to be. Okay, but but would they cut him? It wouldn't be the first time I've seen a third round pick get cut. Wouldn't they carry four quarterbacks? Well, I mean, the thought could be that you have to. I, I don't know because that when I saw the alternating quarterbacks thing, that's the only thing I could think. That sounds like something you would do when you're deciding who is going to make this roster. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you the Matt Corral thing has gone so badly. I cannot express to you how badly this is going. But they love how he's the first one at practice every day. Uh, I'm sure they do. That was a hell of a narrative for a week. And then you saw him play in the preseason game and went, yeah, no. You're not getting me excited about the future of this franchise in Matt Corral's hands. You know no. what they don't love about him is that he couldn't hit a car in traffic. Uh, it's just brutal. Right. So, I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense to me is that you're trying to see which one you're going to carry. Other than that, it just makes zero sense. Mm-hmm. But there again, it's Matt Rule. Not a whole lot of stuff he's done has made a lot of sense. Yeah, there's been a lot of those comments as, as this story has been uh, – has, has been told All right, how shocked how shocked should you be at if you you know if if you heard an nfl coach is doing something stupid answer blind probably matt rule it's just a it, it's a very it's a very strange idea it's a very strange idea and i don't get it new orleans takes on green bay tonight as well and then you got houston and the la rams uh, I, I, our buddy brian haynes just chimed in with trade value possibly i i you know that's the it's a better explanation than i've heard so far but you're not getting anything for either one of them no you're probably not i mean if there are teams that are you know if if you've got starters in this league who are getting and i get the contracts and all of that have to be accounted in these deals but if you got stars in this league to get traded for fifth and sixth round picks nobody's giving you anything for pj walker or matt corral matt corral i could see you recovering something but, but I mean, you would have to be so far out. I mean, the Jets have cut a couple third round picks. Mm-hmm. I've seen it happen. Uh, Jakai Polite was the is the most recent one I remember. Yeah, but also, and, and did you notice there... that he never played a game in the NFL? You know why? Because he was horrid. But can you remember the last time a third round quarterback got cut? Christian Hackenberg came closer to it than you would ever imagine. Really. Everybody in the building knew he is awful. <laughs> but still, he st- didn't he stick on that roster for several years? years. I thought then it was we traded him. That. No, then we traded him to the Raiders. Okay. And he was mentioned a lot, and the coaches would go, "No, no, no we're not doing that." Can't tell you what we're going to do. Won't be that. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Jeremy's got more picks for the preseason action coming up tomorrow. Yeah, it's a big day in the NFL because, of course, the future Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they are going to be playing tomorrow against the Tennessee Titans. 
If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Roots and Wings the two greatest gifts any parent can give their kid. But when it's time for them to head off to college, there's also groceries, laundry detergent, notebook paper, ironing instructions, and futons that assemble with parts left over. At Ingalls, we have all the comforts of home right around the corner. We know that life's biggest steps are best taken with faith and trust in the ones you love the most. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. Coffee's the closers only. Get him the money! Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. When you've got this many games and this many picks, sometimes you have to project just a little bit which coaches are actually bad in the preseason. And that's where we're at. But there's one that I know definitively on Saturday, and that's Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott cares about the preseason quite a bit. They're a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Broncos. That's a lot to lay, and it's hard to do if there's not a mitigating circumstance. But guess what? I'm doing it. Give me the bills, minus six-and-a-half. Next, Frank Wright is one that I know quite well, and I'm catching three points. They play the Lions. Dan Campbell's one of those you can't really glean anything either way. Frank Wright goes over the top. Give me the Indianapolis Colts plus the three. Finally, Brandon Staley. This is the projection. Coached in four preseason games, has one win. And that one win was against one of the only coaches that is worse in the preseason, average-wise, than he is. We'll talk about that in the final segment. This one's easy for me. Give me the Chargers, or give me the Cowboys, excuse me, against the Chargers, plus the three. Go and do likewise, gents. Money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy. All right, he's been doing pretty well on the preseason picks. Don't forget to take him to betus.com. Use the promo code SPORTOCRACY. Get that 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in. So you put in the money, and they will give you all of that in free play tokens plus another 25% just for using our promo code SPORTOCRACY at betus.com. Yep, tomorrow, or yeah, it's going to be a full slate of games. I won't leave my house all weekend long. Nothing but preseason. Just, and then you'll have to fill me in on everything that happened on Saturday because I am not going to be around. I'm going to an amusement park for the first time in almost 10 years. And I haven't been back to an amusement park after the most embarrassing day of my life, getting kicked off of a roller coaster because I was too fat. I could not be locked into the seat. But that was when I weighed 350 pounds. Now, I weigh 205 pounds, according to my scale this morning. And that means just before my 40th birthday, I have hit the 90-pound loss mark with PhD weight loss. I never thought it was possible. I never thought weight loss like this was possible. And now I have a program that I actually feel like these results are sustainable for me moving forward. PhD is not just for people that have to lose a lot of weight. 
I did not have copious weight loss goals. I was an athletic person that in my older age, let's be honest, I'd gotten a little lazy. Fast food was easier. Bad health, bad health decisions were easier. And that's what I did. And I'd gotten a little chunky and it was starting to have effects on my daily life. But after seven months, thanks to the planet PhD, I'm going back to the gym. I'm back to my athletic ways, and it's all thanks to the plan and program of PhD weight loss. PhD has opened my mind to a whole new possibilities uh, for what life can be because I've always been the big guy. Hell, I was in a movie as a kid because I was overweight. It was always part of my uh, makeup. Hell, my name is Tank because I was uh, the most overweight kid on my football team. And now just before 40 best shape of my life and it's all thanks to dr ashley lucas and the folks at phd weight loss which is of course the official weight loss program of the clemson tigers and their fans and don't forget to get dr ashley lucas's new book five steps to reset the scale on amazon it is a bestseller in the weight loss category so i have to ask yes do, do you have big plans for the 40th birthday we're, we're going to dollywood I mean, I mean that's more elaborate than no. uh, a party. Maybe no, no. We we thought about it. We thought about should we throw a big party? And then I thought I don't really want to make a big deal out of it. How are you feeling though? Uh, do you have this? What about imminent- hitting the, uh, hitting oh, the milestone? Yeah. You know, I thought I would feel all doom and gloom about it, but honestly, because of the weight loss, I feel hopeful for the first time about the coming years i'd always worried about living in the moment of just you know it was always about excess and indulging myself and getting the most out of my younger years and i thought food was the gateway to do that but now i look at the rest of my life and go well now i can do all of these other things i can participate in 5ks and hike mountains and i don't know what's next but i'm excited for it did 30 hit you hard? It did not. I mean, I, I've always been the, that kind of person. I don't really care about the number. I care about how I feel. And at 30, yeah, I, think I felt the, like crap. I think that's the discrepancy between you and I. At 30, I was in reasonably good, reasonably good shape. Okay. Not over the top, but yeah, you know, I was, I was still working out doing all the things. Right. 35 was bad. The day I turned 35 was not a good day. I was not here. All Yeah. Mm-hmm. 30 was the worst day of my life. I am one of those guys. When I hit 40, oh, you rest assured, you will not see me that day. You, will not, you <laughs> certainly will not see me the next You're day. You're going to crawl into a hole and just disappear? I'm. I, you may literally have to carry me in here in a pine box. Uh, that's how over the top I go with, with birthdays like Look, that. Look, they always say age ain't nothing but a number. And I, and that's it. That's exactly how I feel. I'm 40 years old now, but the fact that I can fit into clothes that I wore when I was 10, it just makes you feel a whole lot different. Like my, my, my mom and dad uncovered my heavyweight sweatshirt that we got, you know, all the crew got a sweatshirt while we were filming the, the, the thing when I was 11, I can wear it now. It looks good on me. And yeah, it's just a. A place I never thought I'd be. I outgrew that sweatshirt when I was twelve, and 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 the, and the weight loss is fantastic, and and you do you're you're just drastically smaller than you were. Yes, but it would be remiss of me 
and totally out of character if mm-hmm. I didn't say the fact that you could still wear something you could wear when you were 10 means you are super short. <laughs> I would look like Ezekiel Elliott if I put on something I would uh, that I wore when I was 10. I mean, it was still adult, uh, adult size clothes because you, you know, when you're that big at that age, you can't wear youth sized clothes in it, clothes anymore. Well, I mean, it's six five. I don't think I did that for real long either. That's well, true. That's true. Still, just be a little short because I grew about nine inches after yeah. that. Yeah. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. The daily draft coming up after the Sports Center update. The final ten of our top forty in the NFL. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportsocracy, always heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, anywhere you go. And top of the third hour of the program, as always, we do the Daily Draft. It's the final 10 of our NFL Top 40 players. Jeremy and I have been doing the Daily Draft here for the last uh, three days. We all we each have a uh, group of 15 players on our team, and we'll be putting out graphics over the weekend, or Jeremy will be. He does all the graphic things. He'll be putting out the graphics of our top NFL players, top 20 for both of us. And then you guys can uh, weigh in and vote on who did the best in the, uh, in the draft. Yesterday, I felt really good about yesterday where I had Derrick Henry, Debo Samuel, Austin Eckler, Quentin Nelson, and Fred Warner as my five. Jeremy's, Cooper Cup, Alvin Kamara, Stefan Diggs, Zach Martin, and George Kittle. You've killed the tight ends. I have. You got Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. And I don't think I have a you don't. tight end. That's not really the goal here. We're not necessarily trying to get every position covered, but you feel like at some point there should be one. I I highly advise you to rectify that. Well, you know what? I think I'm going to. It's not going to slide by me again. I think I'm going to with my first pick. I have first pick today, and the first pick is going to be the best tight end that's left on the board. He was actually the number one tight end in fantasy football last year. And it's Mark Andrews. Because I actually like his prospects for doing it again in 2022. We already talked about how bad the, the Baltimore wide receiver core is. And Mark Andrews should be, to me, the first tight end off the board. He's not. He's never going to be, I don't think. I don't think you can be in a draft unless you're in a draft with a whole bunch of Baltimore Ravens fans where Mark Andrews is ever going to go first in a fantasy football draft and in the tight end group. But I kind of think he should be. I think I actually have Mark Andrews and Darren Waller ahead of Kittle and Kelsey this year. I I understand it. I couldn't take him ahead of Kelsey, mm-hmm. but I get it. That's, but But you don't have to. See, well, you sit back and you wait for somebody else to take the top two tight ends, and then you can get the ones that are actually going to finish one and two mm-hmm. later. 
I like Mark Andrews a lot. And I really like him this particular year. Well, that's who I was planning on taking. So I think I'm going to take somebody associated with who you took. Okay. Because he shouldn't still be here. Lamar? And he is. Lamar? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson should not still be on the board. He is the most... I don't know I, what is the what is the right term to use here for it I, I mean part of me wants to say most dynamic quarterback in the nfl most he's the most dynamic quarterback in nfl history most difficult to game plan against that's another way to say that right he's not a he's not a great thrower of the football but he is a special special player ask yourself this how many players in the last 20 years has a has an NFL football team been willing to completely blow up the roster to build it around that guy? Mm-hmm. It's not many. No. And that should tell you everything you need to know. And if the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be as good as 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 we expect they could be, they'll be the next one on that list. And I think they're already in the process of it. I I, I agree, but we don't. We don't see them, I don't feel like, as a as a community, we don't see them on par with each other, do we? The Philadelphia Eagles and the Baltimore Ravens? The teams themselves? Yeah. I think Philadelphia can be very, very good. I think a lot of it's that defense. I think a lot of it's going to be how hard they are to stop running the ball. Mm-hmm. But that does go back to Jalen Hurts as well. Do I put them on the same plane as the Ravens? No. But they're a step down. Yeah. Okay. I will say they're Ravens light. All right. All right. And You're unlike s- light mayonnaise, they're actually a good light. <laughs> like a Bud Light. They're the Bud Light. Okay. Not lime. That's Don't do that. Bud Light lime's not good. Don't do that. No, that's Bud Light with lime juice in it. Have you had all the gross. Bud Light seltzers too? Have you? Can you give us the report on that? I'm gonna be real honest with you. <clears throat> if it ends, if it starts with domestic and ends with light, I've probably had it. Just kind of the guy I am. There's two guys I want here real bad. I'm, I don't know which one to take. I'm going to guess because I know you love this guy that I don't think you'll come back to me. Okay. Darius Leonard. Ah. Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't do that. I don't think there's much difference between him and Fred Warner, who you took at the end of yesterday. Mm-hmm. I have them as 1A and 1B among off-ball linebackers. And if I didn't get him, then, well, I wasn't going to get one, and that's it. Uh, you just a, weren't going to get one. Oh, there's not another linebacker that's worth taking. Really? Mm. There's not another one that sneaks into the top 40 for you? Oh, God. Come on. Let me guess. He played for your fighting Tampa Bay Buccaneers? You know, I'm not going to take him. Really? No. All right. You cannot be as bad as I saw him in the beginning <laughs> in of last year. yeah, yeah. And me go, well, I just forgot about that. Right. Yeah, he might not be top 40 material. But we've already taken care of that with Fred Warner, so I'm not going to need to bark up that tree again. I'm just, is it a marked difference? Yes. Between him and Darius? Yes. Okay. All comes back to the coverage skills. It just comes to an all-around linebacker. Darius Leonard can just do everything. 
And and I've never seen him have a a period that was as bad as Devin White's. Right. Now, when he's on, absolutely. He comes out and plays 17 games like that next year, then sure. I would have absolutely no qualm with it. Mm -hmm. But not here. All right. Lamar Jackson, Darius Leonard added to Jeremy's top 20 list. And now it's my turn. And when it comes to best players in the NFL, again, we're not to, you don't really need to stick to any roster limits or anything, fill certain slots. Nope. As you stated, I am trying to build as realistic of a roster as humanly possible. Uh huh. Now, I, mine's leaned very heavily offensive so far. Mm hmm. Might kind of tell you what my plan is for the rest of today. Okay. All right. So, well, if you're going to, then I'm going to do that thing that you say people should do in fantasy football drafts. When, when, when the crowd's going one way, you go the other way and you load up on the things that they're ignoring at the moment. I look at a guy like Dalvin cook and say, what am I missing here? Why, why has he not come off the board yet? Is it, is it injury history? Is it what is it? That's the thing. That's the thing that knocks him down because I mean, I get he's played one full season mm -hmm. in his entire NFL career. The scary thing about running backs is they're like, they're like cars. Car starts leaking oil. It gets, when it gets bad, it gets bad in a hurry. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to diminish Dalvin cook. I absolutely love Dalvin cook. Actually, I'll take that back. He hasn't played a full season. No, he hasn't. In the NFL. He doesn't have one full season where he hasn't missed a game or two. The highest he's played is 14 games, and he's done that three times, looks like. But I don't care. And he still finds a way to be one of the best running backs in the league, despite it's not really their bread and butter. The receiving game and the passing game has been the thing that made them stand out. Kirk Cousins. Somebody posted this in the chat the other day about Kirk Cousins. Like, can you imagine throwing 33 touchdowns and four interceptions in a season and everybody just poos on you like you're crap? Mm -hmm. that's, what they, that's what we do to Kirk Cousins each and every year. But he's always had Dalvin Cook there for the majority of the season. And he's always one of the best in the league when he's out there. I don't care about the injury history. If, I, if I've if i got a guy that I know that I can trot out there for at least most of the year and get over 1,000 yards and possibly score me double-digit touchdowns, I'm good with that. So Dalvin Cook. I have hammered running back now with four of them. You do seem to be a little run-centric. Well, it's just, I, I, I feel like the depth is like this in fantasy football as well. The depth at wide receiver is so great that it's hard to come up with a an elite crew minus the first few that we've already drafted. You got a whole bunch of guys who are really good. They're all in that same tier together but it's only the few that really stand out at the top running backs 
I get that they're expendable in ways, but also the elite ones, you can't replace those guys. I agree. Unless you're the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, because they have two ones. Because they, <laughs> they have two ones. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. I get to take the break, think about the next pick. We'll be back with the rest of the top 40 in just a moment. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The Sportsocracy. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. Back here in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Seen everywhere on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat each and every day. And you can argue with our uh, lovely House of Reprehensibles that shows up every day and it carries on their own conversations and, at times. And it's wonderful. You can also throw out super chats like Stephen Tao did. Uh, his nephew and my friend, Tristan, first year at Asheville Christian Academy. Tonight is their first game. Good luck to him and his team. Absolutely. we got high school football kicking off here on ESPN Asheville as well. Tonight, Buncombe County High School Football Game of the Week. Obviously heard on uh, 880 and on 92.9 FM. And then on AM 1400, as always, you have the Tuscola game of the week with uh, john roten and the rest of the crew cowboy john roten who brought what might be the best tasting tomato i have ever put in my mouth he's a hell of a farmer he and that is incredible i don't know i don't know how you make a tomato taste that good i like them anyway mm -hmm. and you nice. left it out from earlier and i saw it walking by when i went to get, get a cup of coffee that's why i've been so tongue-tied I, what can I say? That's part of the this part of the problem of, uh, or I say problem, but with air quotes of uh, healthier living. When somebody leaves vegetables laying around, like it used to be cakes and cookies, now I see vegetables laying around and I go, okay, those are mine now. 
But those are the things you learn with the PhD weight loss program. You got to learn how to make healthy choices and PhD can help you through that process. If you got a weight problem, you, you can kick it to the curb with PhD weight loss. I have lost 90 pounds now since Thanksgiving on the PhD weight loss program and their heavy protein uh, diet has helped me uh, learn how to shed the pounds quickly. I did not have copious amount of weight to lose, but I wanted to get back to my athletic self. I had been athletic in my teens and in my early 20s, but poor weight, poor food choices had led me to a weight that I wasn't comfortable with. Seven months later, back to my athletic self, playing golf all the time, and it's thanks to the planning program of PhD Weight Loss. Dr. Ashley Lucas has the plan for you to, uh, you know, it's not just a weight problem, it's also a weight loss problem for a lot of us because we don't know how to lose the weight. I've found the key. And I want you to find it as well. MyPhDWeightLoss.com, PhD Weight Loss, the official weight loss program of the Clemson Tigers and their fans. Now, for the rest of the daily draft, it's my pick once again. And I have I, I've struggled with how, where I want to go with this pick. I don't know if I want to, you know, go out and get a, one of the offensive linemen that's still hanging out there, or if I want to go with the defensive player or a couple of defensive tackles that have drawn my eyeballs. And I think I want to go I, I I think I want to go with a defensive lineman here. Cameron Hayward is one of the best defensive ends in this league. And he continues to do it each and every year and I feel like he's one of the most unheralded players in the league. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. Yeah. He doesn't get the the he doesn't get the flash or the the press that you know edge rushers, true edge rushers get or dynamic edge rushers get. This guy's just a bull. He throws a, a, an Aaron Donald level of pressure without racking up stats like that. He does what a 3-4 defensive end is supposed to do. JJ Watt and Aaron Donald have kind of skewed that. Mm-hmm. That's what always pushes him down. Not that he's not a great player. He is. He is. He's just never going to be flashy because he's never going to throw stats up like that. Right. So I'm adding, uh, you know, adding to the defensive line here, Cameron Hayward is my selection. Well, I'm glad you did that because it made mine very easy. Okay. There were two guys that I was completely prepared for you to take, and when you started talking about defensive line, I, I got I, I got in my feelings and I got a little scared. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and take this guy out of the way because I've been considering doing it for three rounds, Max Crosby. Okay. Uh, a, I'm not sure he has even been competently coached up until this point. B, he now has Chandler Jones on the opposite side of him. Mm-hmm. He was putting up stats before that. What exactly do you think he's going to do now? I think it's just not a giant window of production that we've seen from him. And so that's why he gets pushed down. People might doubt him when it comes to top lists like this. Totally understand. And that's fine. Uh, and there's another one that it probably has the exact opposite problem. But now he's going to a place where he can be an absolute dynamic force. And his name is Von Miller. Mm-hmm. Father time himself. Von Miller's younger than I am. Just throwing that out there. He's, he's like 33 years old. He's way I mean, younger everybody's than younger than you. Yeah. Oh, You're officially it. dirt tomorrow. Old as dirt you know, you, tomorrow. You turn 40 and just everybody turns on you. Well, I mean, if you're looking for sympathy, uh, I, I, don't know if you've, I don't know if you know the saying about sympathy, but it was written about me. Uh-huh. 
Huh. Okay. So you're going Max Crosby. Max Crosby, Von Miller. All right. And I feel just fine about it. Okay. All right. Very good. I think I'm going to go down uh, down the path of taking another defensive tackle. Because this is a guy that I absolutely love, and I think he's going to have a fantastic year this year. It's Jeffrey Simmons of the Tennessee Titans. Again, another guy who I don't believe gets enough press for the things that he does. Eight and a half sacks last year as a defensive tackle. That's a lot. That's a lot of pressure that just gets – I think it's because Aaron Donald is such a freak that we've forgotten how good some of the other guys are that play that position. That's the funny – there have only been a handful of guys in the 20-plus years I've been watching this league that I have ever seen how productive they are changes how people feel about other players at their position mm-hmm. well, Aaron Donald no, is certainly one of them. right well that, Jeffrey Simmons well he's no Aaron Donald Jeffrey Simmons is yeah, a but he's, force of nature but he's what the second best pass rushing interior defensive lineman in the entire league maybe third behind DeForest Buckner uh, he's up there very very high very very high mm-hmm. and I have to go Homer on my last pick because to me, there's no doubt he is the best young tackle in the league. Oh, how did I know? <laughs> Secret time, I wrote him on your team about seven rounds ago. Did you really? I did, because I knew you were going to do it eventually. Tristan Wirfs. I have never been so excited about an offensive line pick in my football watching years as Tristan Wirfs, and he has lived up to every expectation I had for him. He's been good. I was questioning the year that we drafted him. It was the Mekhi Becton year. He, that was the question. Is it Mekhi Becton? Is well, it, it certainly wasn't Mekhi Becton. Is it Tristan Wirfs? And you were so excited with your choice, and I was so excited was. with my choice. Was. And we see how we, we ended up. Yeah, the, the Mekhi Becton thing has kind of been like buying tickets to Woodstock 99. It was so good until it wasn't mm-hmm. and now i'm holding fred durst on a piece of plywood and <laughs> everything's on fire right hashtag mckay beckton i i wish that i could have this offensive line uh that that i have on my top 20 team in real life you give me trent williams on the left tristan Wirfs on the right and i don't really care what you put in the middle well you got quentin nelson in the middle too oh i do yeah i do I'm I'm fine with all of the things you've done here, but again, you did not take the player that I was looking at taking the last time, okay. so I was able to push him down, and I'll take him right here. I needed a corner, because I haven't had one of those yet, and there was some thought about Marshawn Lattimore. Mm-hmm. I seriously considered him. Mm-hmm. I, that's not the one I'm taking, and I'm going to use the same reason to take this guy that I took with Von Miller. Now... You cannot avoid him because he plays on a team that is chock full of superstars. It's J.C. Jackson. Wow. J.C. Jackson, top 40 in the NFL. I And genuinely, if you don't think he is right now, wait a year. Mm-hmm. Because now there's no way to avoid him. And you have two pass rushers like that, what does that lead to? Quick throws. Yep. And what does that do? Drive up interception numbers. Mm-hmm. I love J.C. Jackson. Now, I, I'm not going to lie. He's very scheme specific. I wanted him to go to a – the Chargers never even 
crossed my mind. And I remember the day that that story came through and I went, well, that's better than anything I had. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just such a match made in heaven that I can't believe I didn't yeah, think of it. It's, it's better than anything you could have come up with. I look at that Chargers team and I, you know, I, I think there's no way, there's no way they can't win. Maybe I am starting to come around on that whole Brandon Staley doesn't get into the playoffs this year. He needs to be fired thing. You agree? No, I, I'm, I would need him to do a, a small dissertation on how I think Pee Wee Herman could coach this team and they would be at worst the five seed. Right. And Asante Samuel's been good so far. Mm-hmm. And you look at that secondary and go, it's pretty terrifying. That offensive or that defensive line, pretty terrifying as well. Could are they could they be the best defense in the league? The Chargers? Yeah. They could be. The problem is that I think the offense is so good and will score so quickly mm-hmm. that it's going to kind of shift the statistical numbers now if you're an analytics nerd like me i believe it will show very nicely but i don't i don't see them finishing the year in the top three in yards allowed or anything like that when you play at a pace like that it's just Mm -hmm. not gonna happen Mm -hmm. but they're insanely talented there's a lot of smoke coming your way in the uh, for what in the youtube chat about our beer city's best fantasy football championship extravaganza uh-huh uh, there there are several people that are that are willing to accept public admonishment if they lose to you nobody ever does that with me they're ever like well, oh if i lose not. to jeremy then i it always it makes me feel more of, a fuzzy <laughs> of course not tanks like uh it takes like getting to the to the castle in mm-hmm. mario mm-hmm. i'm bowser i'm okay with that right it's fine I don't I don't have to be the boss. I've had so many people ask me about this contest today. And I I have absolutely no idea why it's been today. Mm-hmm. Uh if it's and I'm going to say this as clearly as I can cuz two people have mentioned this to me. If you want in this contest and it's a money thing, let me know. Just send it to me, I'll put you in it, we'll figure it out later. Do not let that be an impediment. And I wanted to say that at some point on this show, and somebody sent me a message and reminded me right before this segment began. Mm-hmm. Don't let that be an impediment. We'll we'll figure it out. All right, this is a a Christmas charity thing. It's uh, August, so we can make it work. Mm-hmm. That was my little PSA that okay. I had to get out. Sorry. Don't 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 forget to uh, click on the link in the description of the video. Also, you can find it on all of our social medias at the sportsocracy get on get in on the fantasy contest yeah no i I get it you're you're always the 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 draft guy the the overconfident one look self-confidence has never been my thing so i get it yeah it's never been my thing either oh stop that i you know i have to mentally only t- someone who would give their co-workers uh, uh, uh sorry you're sorry for your lost candles would oh, have hair like you oh i wouldn't do it with a candle <laughs> i'd cut off locks of my hair and put it in a plastic bag with a gross don't don't be gross don't do that i'm also the only man you know that owns a rick flair robe so yeah. with his own name on it that's not true I see that guy wandering around East Asheville all the time. 
<clears throat> yep. It's one of those times that I didn't say something, and I'm really glad I didn't because it would have led to way too many ramifications. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Roots and Wings the two greatest gifts any parent can give their kid. But when it's time for them to head off to college, there's also groceries, laundry detergent, notebook paper, ironing instructions, and futons that assemble with parts left over. At Ingalls, we have all the comforts of home right around the corner. We know that life's biggest steps are best taken with faith and trust in the ones you love the most. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. All right, you know we're not going to let you leave on a Friday without the most important message of the day. Don't do crimes. And maybe don't do crimes with superhero themes, I guess, is is, is the, the lesson that I'm trying to impart today. Uh, because a 33-year-old man in Utah was pulled over for driving erratically around 3 a.m. Obviously... Driving erratically, 3 a.m., that's going to tip off if you're doing crimes. Jeremy likes to say, if, what, what is it? When you rob a bank, yeah. don't run red lights. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this guy... Don't do that, but it's a saying. <laughs> this guy was, uh, according to the David County Sheriff's Office, he was, quote, performing weaving maneuvers, drawing the attention of deputies. They pulled him over? They searched his car, and what did they find? Crimes. They found crimes. They found copious amounts of methamphetamines, a synthetic form of marijuana, which is the spice drug, and they found drug paraphernalia as well, so I'm guessing pipes and such. Uh, He was charged, narcotics possession, DUI, and other offenses. Reckless driving, I'm sure, was among them. Here's the kicker to the story. The man was wearing a Superman t-shirt at the time of his crimes, and he was booked as 33-year-old Christopher Reeves. He is named the same name as Superman, wearing a Superman shirt, and did crimes. I'm sure he's not flying high anymore. I have... I have two stories that are, they have the same theme, but they have a very different um, payoff. An 81-year-old Danish woman traveling from Africa to Canada was arrested 
at Warsaw Airport on suspicion of illegal possession of heroin worth over $515,000. That sounds strange when you say it, right? Mm -hmm. 81-year-old woman carrying that many. What what could she possibly? How? how? 81-year-old, you don't do things like that. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a reason. She took the suitcase because she was told by a family member that they contained gifts for their family uh-huh. in Canada. So this woman shows up. This 81-year-old woman shows up at the airport. That's they awful. search her bag. They find literally a, a stash of drugs that looks like it fell out of El Guapo's suitcase. <laughs> and she just goes, um, well, Billy told me they were for the relatives. Ask questions. I don't care if it's family or not. Well, first of all, That's you awful. are a jerk. Yeah, Whoever did that, you are a horrible person. Jerk doesn't describe it. You risk it prison for your 81-year-old grandma. Now, my other story also deals with drugs that didn't belong to the person. But there's a little bit of a thing, what is that word, intent, mm-hmm. with 37-year-old Joey Ware. He was arrested in Biloxi, Mississippi with a big old brick of cocaine that he claimed was not his. There was a problem with that, though. Okay. There was a symbol. There was a a Dior label in the packaging that signaled it had fallen off a boat in the Gulf of Mexico. And independently, that by itself would not be that alarming, except for the fact that they had already found 15 bricks of this same cocaine that washed up on the shore. Mm-hmm. That's that's not good. So basically what happened is that Mr. Mister Ware was having a beach day, and he was just playing in the water, you know, probably building sandcastles, and here comes a little gift. And as opposed to taking it to the authorities, which is what you're supposed to do, he took it back to his house and broke it up into smaller, more easily sellable and he just said, well, but what, but finders keepers. Uh, exactly. He's but, just living by the motto of Jeremy Green. Found and, property is my property. And that's fine when the found property is legal U.S. tender. <laughs> it's a problem when it's crimes. If you pick up somebody else's crimes and then try to purvey the crime, they become your crimes. He has been arrested and charged with just a slew of things. Obviously possession with intent to distribute right i can hear his lawyer now going he was taking it to the police station yeah in smaller bags what did he think this would be easier to transport yeah too hard to carry in one one big brick like that you can't make stupid like that up i found it i was bringing it to you but first i broke it open <laughs> put it in mo- just in case just in case <sighs> Just wanted a little taste, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I've only, I mean, obviously this is, it's only something that you can, you, you can only imagine, but being at the beach and then just having like square grouper just coming up right next to you. What do you do? What do I do? Turn it over? Uh, I do or nothing. Or do you tell no one? I do nothing. You just leave I, it there? Uh, uh-huh. 
no, 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 no. This is a trap. Like you're, you're, oh, the, one that, you're the one that's in the middle of the ocean going, where's I'm the I'm looking cop? at the Pelicans going, you did this. <laughs> this is your doing. You are setting me up. I know exactly what this is and I'm not going to fall for the, it. The, the government drones that are the birds are setting up a sting for Jeremy in the middle of the ocean. I know what's up. I, I read I, I read books. Can't say what I would do in that scenario. Never been faced with the situation. I would like to think that I would do the responsible thing. There's also a part of you that goes, the irresponsible thing could be a lot of fun. Don't. That's encouraging <laughs> that's crimes, crimes. That's crimes. Don't, Don't do that, crimes. You did the same thing that Ware did. <laughs> Just like, what is it you always say? Everybody has a price at some point. I'm not sure what mine is yet. I haven't reached that point. But as I get older, I'm thinking my opportunities might be fading away. At Sports Tank ESPN. <laughs> I'm going to get a phone. I'm going to get a text message from uh, Asheville Police Chief David Zach. 100%. And if he doesn't do it, I'm going to text him and be like, just do it to screw just, with him. Just screw with him. Just screw it. We were asked in the chat earlier today, when is the Chief going to rejoin us on Fridays to play Beat the Chief? And it'll be Labor Day weekend, right? It'll Correct. Be start of the nfl season as soon as it all kicks off we will have chief zach back in here picking games with us once again we may have a new wrinkle to the game this year as well i don't know that all the uh, details have been hammered out on that but we got a lot of new things coming your way i mean we've got uh, we got the fantasy football challenge the dfs contest the battle for uh the uh, what it, I've battle been, for the belt. Thank you. The battle for the belt. Why I couldn't think of that, I don't know. Um, You're going to see that on on social media a lot this weekend. Yes. If you want in, get in. Be Beer City's best fantasy football player. The link is in the description of the video on how you can uh, sign up for that. Get your donation in for Eblin Charities St. Nicholas Project. Once again, they are the beneficiary of our uh, fantasy football for a cause. Competition for a cause competition for you can a always cause. tell who the marketing guy is yeah it's your alliteration i do that so you'll remember it yeah and i still don't. because you alliterate it's everything it's been at least a year since we've said anything about it's that, only so. been on my screen every day for the last two weeks i don't look at your new screen i don't know what i'm gonna get into over there i might be subjected to some kind of new uh you know government conspiracy theory that is immediately going to put me on some kind of a watch list hashtag birds aren't real yeah i don't i i don't ever get into your computer yeah so. you know what's on my computer the truth crimes the crimes truth. are on your computer and we'll just leave it at that we've been going over every major conference in college football giving you the preview for the 2022 season and we haven't done the pac 12 yet yep there's there's only one conference where over half of the teams in it are god awful and the pac 12 is one of those mm -hmm. oregon state arizona state washington state california stanford colorado arizona they're all horrible mm -hmm. don't worry about it if you see them playing anybody in another conference go that way yep they are bad 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 the only one that might be able to buck that trend is stanford because their quarterback is good enough mm -hmm. everybody else horrible this division or this conference starts at washington and i'm not in love with them either no them and ucla are in kind of the same boat to me of you will be good enough to make it to a bowl game 
you will be competitive against the big boys for a half Mm -hmm. and then they will absolutely blow your doors off. can't wait to see you in the holiday bowl oh that's probably gonna be oregon so there there are two other teams here oh you don't think you don't think oregon's good you don't think oregon i just think oregon's a clear step down from utah and usc i mean i would agree with that for me the rest the pac-12 is like you know that meme it makes its way around all the time of the podium and the guy's cracking open the champagne bottle with his teeth and that guy is 19 rungs down mm-hmm. that's oregon to me okay of woo, we're so good uh, well mm, uh, unless you look above us because i think utah is phenomenal mm-hmm. the problem is i don't think they're usc now vegas thinks these three are heads up mm-hmm if you were wagering to win the Pac-12 right now, you get USC at plus 220, Utah at plus 240, Oregon at plus 280. The value there is USC to me. Mm-hmm. Because I think they're head and shoulders better than the other two. You got Bo Nix, the uh, former quarterback for the Auburn Tigers, taking over in Oregon. And I, I just look at this team and go, you still have studs on defense. They're still going to be able to contain pretty much anybody in the Pac-12 because you have so many dog water teams. Well, the the narrative on on Bo Nix was always that he couldn't play on the road. His biggest problem was that he would get absolutely just boat raced on the road. Mm -hmm. To start the season, that's going to be a problem because you play Georgia. Well, we know that we know who is going to eviscerate them. Yes. If you look at the schedule for the rest of the year, the rest of their road games, true road games, are Washington State, Arizona, Cal, Colorado, Oregon State. Mm -hmm. None of those are losable games. No. I could see a path that Oregon is nowhere near the second best team in this conference and still winds up in the conference title game. Mm Mm-hmm. Because Utah does not catch those same breaks. I I mean, I look uh, look, look at their schedule and think, this is a nine and two team. They very easily could go nine and three, ten and two. I think you, I think they're going to lose to Utah even in Eugene. Mm-hmm. I don't really think that matters. The crux game for me, I guess, would be UCLA. That's or BYU. If you lose one of those at home, you're in trouble, mm-hmm. and you won't even catch the good schedule gravy on your taters. I just I don't see them the same. You know, Bo Nix is fine. Losing Cristobal is a big deal. Losing Kayvon Thibodeau. The pass rush wasn't good with him. What do you think it's going to be without it? Do you remember what Utah did to this team twice? Mm-hmm. I do. I could easily see the same thing happening again. Offense is a problem. And in 2022 football, no matter whether you're at the NFL level or the college level, that's a problem. If you can't score points... You can't win championships unless you have just a you know banger of a defense like Georgia had last year. That's why that's why you don't see so many you know you don't see as many people as you normally would scream and repeat about a championship team. You lost all that talent from the Georgia defense, and yes, they've got guys to replace those guys, but you don't have the offense no to win no. You need to score 40, be able to put up 40 in the neighborhood of 40 routinely to win. And there's only one team that I think it, that can do that in the Pac-12, and that's USC. Oh, there's two that can do it. 
Cameron you, Rising at, at Utah, that team is going okay. to be really good. I'm just not sure you can make up for losing Devin Lloyd. He was such a part of that defense. I mean, he was the heart and soul of that defense, and I'm not sure you have a I'm not sure you have a replacement to that. Mm-hmm. And look, I think they can be a good team. They could probably end up in the Rose Bowl. I think the most likely scenario is that you see USC in the playoff and Utah ends up in the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. And and maybe we have another great, fun game with them that you have to be reminded that it even happened like you had last year. But I think that's their high side. Mm-hmm. USC has didn't have great defense last year. They and they're not going they, to this year. They didn't year even either. have good defense last year. They're not going to this year either. No, but the market jump on their offense. The problem is that you're not going to be able to stop them either. Exactly. I mean, they have a top five quarterback in college football walking in the door. They have the best returning wide receiver in the country showing up from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And so you just add that to what was already there, and that's not all they added. I mean, people forget they added Travis Dye, too, mm-hmm. or Troy Dye. I confused the two of them. One went to the NFL, one went to USC. Right. There are a lot of pieces here that tell me, yeah, they're going to be able to, especially when you look at the schedule, they're going to be able to score borderline at will. And I think that's probably enough to get them through this terrible schedule, get them into the Pac-12 title game. They win that, then they go in and just get absolutely slaughtered by whoever the one is Mm -hmm. whether it's alabama or georgia right whoever wins the sec title game congratulations usc that's who you'll get as the four and it will be bad 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 but bad bad you are in the sportsocracy here on espn Asheville. when we come back jeremy give you the final picks for the preseason weekend when it comes to losing weight and getting healthier there is one name that i now trust above all others and it's dr ashley lucas the phd weight loss program has helped me lose more than 85 pounds since thanksgiving the numbers speak for themselves the phd team has helped me through the process with the guidance of dr ashley lucas who is the owner and founder and now she has a new title best-selling author her new book five steps to reset the scale is a bestseller on amazon phd is helping me collapse the visceral fat that has been holding me back all these years and i'm also learning how to break the addictions that i have with food PhD provides me with 80% of the food that I need to have success on the program. And at under 210 pounds, it has opened up a whole new world to me. Get Dr. Ashley Lucas's book, Five Steps to Reset the Scale, at myphdweightloss.com. PhD Weight Loss, the official weight loss program of the Clemson Tigers and their fans. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community. One that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. 
Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. Office for closers only. Get them the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. Sometimes when you're playing with house money, you go at games that you don't really have a betting interest in. That's what a couple of these are. These are the Sunday-Monday preseason games. First one, the Cleveland Browns are a three-point dog against the Philadelphia Eagles. Here's a fun little stat that I did not know until I researched this. Do you know how many preseason games Kevin Stefanski's ever lost? Two. It's zero. Really? He's never lost one, and Nick Sirianni has never won one. That's one of those that feels like a trend to me. It's only four on each side, but that feels like a trend. Give me Cleveland plus the three. Baltimore Ravens take on the Arizona Cardinals. They're a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Hey, Cliff Kingsbury's terrible in the preseason. John Harbaugh hasn't lost one since the Clinton administration. That's not that hard. Baltimore, minus five and a half. Finally, my 2027 new Super Bowl champion, New York J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 are a two-point dog against the Atlanta Falcons, which should pretty much tell you everything you need to know about where the season's at. <laughs> there will be no Zach Wilson, but I do believe you will see a good bit of Joe Flacco to get acclimated. I'm taking the Jets plus the two. Go and do likewise, Jets. The money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy. Take your bets to betus.com. Promo code SPORTSOCRACY gets you a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put into your account with the uh, at betus.com. Get that free money. Get those free plays. Make money on the preseason like Jeremy is trying to show you how. We only got one more week of warm-ups before the full, full thing, the, 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 the regular season kicks in. Next week, if you've never seen a college football Friday, this is appointment television. You need to be here. I'm going to go crazy about games of teams you have never heard of, and it is going to be fantastic. This has been an aggressive week. Mm-hmm. I have The first four days, I honestly was making like funeral arrangements for myself because I felt horrible. So much appreciation to you for carrying the slack of me because I have not been able to give much. I, I appreciate you soldiering through it all as uh as as you do my wife's been pretty appreciative of it too because by the time i get home i can't really talk right so uh uh but for those of you which that is, stuck around for her by the oh, way oh 100 for those <laughs> of you that stuck around we have an announcement the fantasy football marathon will be august the 27th that is next saturday from 9 a.m to 9 p.m and we will be joined by brian hayes that's right the last need that we needed We'll be in the building for the fantasy football marathon. We were going to do it on a Monday, and then Brian said, uh, Brian I can come in. Brian said, I can do Saturday, and we went, guess what? Okay. Looks like we're doing Saturday. Exactly. So we'll have your fantasy football marathon, half marathon, coming up uh, next weekend. Be looking forward to that. We've got uh, all of your reactions about this weekend's uh, preseason games coming up on Monday. And all jokes aside, Happy birthday, Tiger. Thank you. I know it's a, a milestone. It might be bothering you slightly more, but you are in great shape and happy birthday. I'm a man. I'm almost 40. <laughs>